Did you see any dead people? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, yeah. I mean... A lot. You know, the first guy I saw, I was like, oh, that's a weird place to be taking a nap. Like, oh, nope, he's dead. <laughs> and the was like, well, how far did you get up? He's like, to the top. And he's, he, he got to talking to him. The guy summited the tallest mountain in 72 countries. That's crazy. That's a fucking feat. Think about that. <laughs> I haven't even been to a dozen countries. <laughs> I would have looked at that guy and been like, okay, so other than walk up fucking mountains, the fuck do you do? He makes millions of dollars. Doing what? He, uh, so he, he was one of the, like, high ups, because my brother was just doing a job at the Oakland Coliseum, mm. checking all the welts on the, the lights. Yeah. And that's where he met this guy, so he was either one of the, the co-owners oh, co? or somebody, uh, yeah. He was somebody okay. high up in the, in that film. That's, oh, okay, so like... So he just owns a fucking MLB team and then climbs every mountain in the world. That's such a white thing to do. So fucking white. <laughs> it's obnoxious. I like, <laughs> said that, but like, holy shit. Like, it's gross. I'm almost white. see-through, I'm so white, and that's too white for me. That's <laughs> fucking, just like... I own a baseball team, and uh... You know what, I'm at life's pinnacle. So I'm just going to climb these mountains. <laughs> what do you do in your free time? I fuck Taiwanese ladyboys and I climb mountains. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> oh, and he would say it so, so seriously. Too. Yeah. Just just like, and you'd you look the at eye. them and be like, wait. He's like, that's she what winning tastes like. I call her Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just going to two mics because this just isn't working. So DJ's mic is useless. Oh, fuck. Chin, baby. Scoochin, scoochin. All right, it's radio voice time. Could you imagine if I talked like this through the whole show? I would never talk to you ever. <laughs> you should do it. You know what? For this whole episode, I don't know if I can do this, but I can definitely do this with literally God, I everything <laughs> I say. I'm going to throw a punch you at one point. <laughs> that or you're going to join in. Because then it's way more fun. 17 children died in a bus accident today. <laughs> and I'm in still smiling. <laughs> in other news, my cat had a bowel movement that sounded like Matthew McConaughey's laugh. We have two mics today, not three. I don't know. Mic dyslexia. But the podcast, I mean, we work tirelessly for you. We're hoping to ensure that people of every race, gender, occupation, political leaning, and mental state are all equally alienated and thoroughly roasted. We say terrible shit, watch terrible shit, and from time to time we take terrible shits. Mm. And every week we embark on a journey of racing, cutting-edge humor. And again, welcome to your show. I'm your host, Matt Beasley. Mike, of course, is your other host. He's on the run on the team. Doing the editing and all the genius young boy and shit. And fucking, yeah, DJ. He stole a lesbian's Gosh, hat at a rave and wore it today. <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Alex. Wow, it was an I, too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Glasses, Bohawk. Oh, yeah, the whole nine. Yeah. Fucking cut Blonde off. Cut off. Bohawk or just all brown still? Uh, all brown but shape sides, so. Ooh. Yeah, the high Ooh. fade. It was clean, too. Like, I was jealous. So I was like, I need she to go get a fucking haircut. Definitely plays bass in the all-girls band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she definitely has a vast, vast collection of strap-ons. She was telling me about the double pronged one. You know how we were talking about the. Oh my god, the dual penises! Yeah, hers were stacked. Hers were stacked. It's stacked. stacked. I told you, stacked is the way to go. It was because of this conversation that I was able to win the hat. She's like, well, how's my double strap on positioned? I was like, top on top, bitch. (laughs) Stacked. Stacked. 
Nobody goes side to side. Don't listen to the podcast. It's useless. You're just smashing into fucking, like, that crease of, like, legs and pubis. Yeah, but, I mean, you put two people back. I won't argue it. You guys got me. I'm just saying there's some very specific situations where the side-to-side cock is going to be sick. You're either going to stack humans or stack your penis. Yeah, I'd take stacking humans. One is it like is it like double anal? You put two chicks back to back and you just double anal it? Oh my god! What what, what would be like the the spacing kind of like a tuning fork to where there's or is it like bam? Yeah, and you can fucking sense paranormal activity just (laughs) (laughs) whether your dicks spread out or cross in the middle. (laughs) You feel your dicks just cross? Oh, oh, oh! There's an orc in the room. (laughs) (laughs) It's glowing blue. We acknowledge your presence. Would you like to speak with us or not? <laughs> Can you uncross my dicks? Get an erection, right? Then they have to like, <laughs> yeah. with, like, helicopter status. <laughs> it's like, remember those toys when we were kids where you pull the fucking right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, If it was like, so like, flaccid penis, flaccid penis, flaccid, normal hard cock, flaccid penis, flaccid penis, then you get them wrapped up. And they try to get hard, but they lock on each other. And they're like, yeah! Like your right cock. Like this, like this. Like essentially just like. Yeah. (laughs) So your right cock angles to the, uh, loops right, and your left cock loops left, and at one point you got them crossed (laughs) up. I think the answer is to have two tiny penises. Double micro penis. Oh, dude, Asian guys would be so into stacked penises where this is the thing. Like, black guys would be out again. That would suck to be just hung as fuck but have tangled dicks. Right. That's not <laughs> worth it. I, they, it. People would start getting one cut off. Oh, for sure. And they'd, like, keep it. They'd be like... And then yeah, there'd no, be such a huge scandal, it's, like... It's, it's in the office. <laughs> I've got it stuck. That just makes like, me think that movie uh, about Rapunzel Tangled, if it was about a dude, it would be its pubes. Because <laughs> that's the only thing a dude wouldn't shave if he was alone forever. Horatio, Horatio, let down your hair. Unfurl your pubis from my underwear. <laughs> Slaps his dick on the fucking windowsill. Hang on. <laughs> I gotta comb it out. It's super curly. <laughs> Horatio, too. What the fuck? I hate that name so much more. Did I hate <coughs> any name I've heard today? <laughs> Horatio. What was the name of the person at Dutch Bros you hadn't talked to? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't even ask. Okay, so... Oh, they didn't tell you? So I'm PSA sure he did, but he had a stupid mask on, and I was like, You're, you look stupid, even with your mask on, so shut up. <laughs> and he was dumb, so I was okay in thinking that. Dutch Bros employees need to learn something. I have no interest when at the window, or when you're at my window, if you're walking around with your iPad, and talking to you about my fucking day. Unless you have a really my cool week. thing to tell me. You yeah, know? yeah, if you have something sick as fuck to tell me, and it's like, dude, the other day, I was walking down the street, I saw two pigeons fucking, lost my mind, they got hit by a car as soon as the first pigeon came. Like, honestly, if you have that story to tell me, cool, let me you know. You qualify that as an amazing story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your bar's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty high, thanks guys. Um, <laughs> dude, have you heard the fucking stories they try to tell you? I literally had someone... They were like, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. And I was like... Holy... <laughs> One time I was on Coke. I pulled up to Dutch <laughs> They were obviously on Coke. And they told me immediately. They leaned over and said, I'm on Coke too. Like, why are you whispering? The next car is way over there. Like, <laughs> They're not going to fucking hear you. It's just you and me here. Oh, God. Is yeah, that, no, I'm like actually... The I'm one s- that's open 24 hours? Yeah. <laughs> super yeah, no, good. I'd definitely be on coffee and cocaine if I worked late nights at Dutch. Fuck yeah. I'm super good at making small talks so awkward for the other person that they just give up. And it's it's surprisingly effective. Small at... talk hurts me, like, personally. Oh, same here. That's why I've taken the strategy of just making it so fucking bad for you to start small talk with me that you're just going to give up. Because after 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 a second, it's hilarious to me. So, like, today, for example... The kid was fucking up your goddamn bread egg mocha shit, so, yeah, so I didn't I talk really to him. I, well, I Yeah, I straight up, like, death-eyed him the second he said I could pull forward. I fucking <laughs> spun the tires a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but spun the tires and the, you, yeah. Dude, he was taking the fucking order, and there's nobody in front of me for, like, six minutes. Is it a manual? 
No. Oh. But still. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> fucking spun him, bro. But the lady at the fucking window was like, the first question she asked was relevant. And I answered very, you know, if you ask me a serious question, I'll give you a very, you know, prompt answer. I'm, I'm trying to get the fuck out of your goddamn uh, drive-thru. I don't want to be here. Right. Like, hey, you want a drink holder today? It's like, yeah, that'd be really nice. Thank you. So she turns around and starts making drinks. She turns back around. What do you got going on today? Fuck. That's, that, that's the question. That is the question that starts it all. It is. The only, the only worst question I ever get is when you're in the elevator alone and somebody comes in with you, they're like, can this thing go any slower? It's like, well, this is already the worst conversation. <laughs> now it can't. <laughs> you open your fucking mouth. It could yeah. be awkward in your head, now it's awkward here. Like, like, it was awkward here and it was awkward there, but you took it and you, you did this. No, <laughs> the awkward. Yeah. So I'll break it down. Here's my three-step process to make small talk so unbearable for the other person that you get away scot-free so they ask the initial question it's always stupid what are you up to today like they give a fuck what you're gonna say at that point you make prolonged eye contact and most of the time they're not looking at you so you have to wait for a second until they look back at you which is the funniest part okay because they ask you the question, just expecting you're going to answer it with no questions asked. Well, they're asked. just making your coffee. Yeah, and then they so have what to you do... Let's <laughs> just look right at them. Okay. And then they're going to look back at you. And nine out of ten times, they're going to be uncomfortable already. So at that point, for those nine out of ten, you can take it any direction you want. For the one out of ten, who decides to stare back with the eyes of like, no, I really want to know what the fuck you're doing today. Throw in a dead baby joke, but make it personal. Instead of like making a joke, like this is what I'm doing today. Well, I gotta clean out my garage, you know. No room for the Ferrari when I got those babies in the back. <laughs> Most of the time they'll get that it's a joke, so this is step two. Most of the time they'll get that it's a joke. I'm going to get a shovel. I have to dig a hole for a uh, baby-sized coffin. <laughs> I, I gotta go nail my baby's other hand to the ground. He's been See, crawling in circles for days. Take, like, a stalker <laughs> joke approach. I'd be like, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe following you home. <laughs> Holy shit! I have a story about that too. No. Step three. What? For so if you get to step three, you've got the one out of ten who is He's like. Garbage is either so just socially unaware of the fact that you don't want to be having this conversation, or they're just fucking steadfast and trying to know what the fuck you're doing today. Throw the dead baby joke out there, make it like you're gonna do it. If they catch on that it's a joke immediately, they might do one of these. Like, oh, yeah, mine's in the shop. Or some stupid joke to like try and play off your, your sick joke. And that is where you double down on the eye contact, look at them, and then just start listing names of the babies. <laughs> That's great. Joseph. Jeffrey. Lindsay. Louisa. Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> and you try not to blink. And if they, can, if they can keep, you know, the conversation going after that, you've lost and you just need to, you know. <laughs> Concede your fucking Yeah, tell them what the fuck you're actually doing that day, get your coffee and drive the fuck away. No, then you need to I better, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> you, you and drive I better off. have my fucking coffee if the, the conversation gets to that. I have a prolonged eye contact. They're just sitting there holding your coffee like, tell me what the fuck Twice. you're doing today. I told you I'm gonna rape a bunch of babies. <laughs> I've crushed ice cream yeah, cones sure. and drive through people's hands. I've spit straws at them. Like if you're rude to me and you take a long time, like fuck you. Yeah. So we. Oh man, I saw that video somewhere. It was so poorly shot. But so we're at Jack in the Box, the one right over here. This is circa like 2015. Okay. <laughs> a much simpler time. <laughs> Before the virus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, we got something. We got our drinks. But I shot my straw in at the person and fucking nailed him. And then dipped the fuck out. Like, I had the bitch in first, like, clutching, like... <laughs> we, have oh, you ever played so Dead good. Hand? What? It's the most subtle, like, drive through like, fuckery you can do. Basically, whether it's your card back, some change, the food you ordered, you grab it with a dead hand. So, like, hand something to me that I'm not going to... Hand me your shoe real quick. Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> I've done that in restaurants. <laughs> like you're not supposed to hand me things. That's it's great when they hand you the bag of food because most of the time you know like hold it up and hand it to you like this. So you just give them one of these. And <laughs> just drop it. Ah. 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 Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, I need a new fucking. Fries. Can I have more ketchups, please? So At least half yours. the fries fell out of the fry box. But so they're still in the back. I don't give a fuck! <laughs> my fries are out of my fry box! You're the worst person ever. You're like that. Oh, oh God, I'm I am the worst. Of my if there has been a single fast food order that I've gotten in my life that hasn't been spit in, I'd be shocked. Do you think that, like, karmically you're allowed to punch down at fast food workers because you're at the mid-tier bar worker. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually had that conversation with myself in my car on the way to pick up my food. Like, I can be a fucking jackass this teenager. In three years, they're gonna be me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Better get him ready. If I know you and you're giving me my food, probably gonna fuck with you. <laughs> right? Oh, that's... Oh, <coughs> If I worked at the place and I still have a good relationship, I'll walk in the kitchen like the fucking mobster who gets to be like, Joe, you made a great meal for me and the boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the one of the first restaurants, actually the first restaurant I was ever a server at was here in town. And it's fine dining, so white tablecloth, like, yeah. you have to decrumb the table before you bring out the next course, like, serve from the left, pull plates from the right, ladies, all, like, there's lots of shitty little rules you gotta learn. And, uh, whenever I walk in that fucking building, I go into the kitchen. Just so I can talk shit to everybody in the kitchen. Fuck yeah! And yeah. there's literally one person who still works in the kitchen from when I worked there, I still just walk in through the kitchen. Because it's the head chef. I'm like, mm -hmm. chef, you son of a fucking bitch! And he's like, hey! Get this fucking street trash out of my kitchen! <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, feed me! <laughs> Fucking, that's the way to do it, man. Oh, like, God. and honestly, like from working in the industry, the best people are either bartenders or back or backup housers. Oh, absolutely. Regular servers, fucking suck. Yeah. The only <laughs> the only reason you talk to regular servers is because they're new and you're trying to get your dick wet. The only other relationships you form in a restaurant are back of the house because those guys are funny as fuck. <laughs> and usually do drugs with you after work. Or at work, yeah. Oh, super at work. No. I don't know how much fucking... I did a lot of ketamine when I worked at Rhino's. Because, like, a little bit... Like, a good, clean, just a little bit of ketamine high is, like, what a beer two shots in the line feels like. I've never done ketamine. Woo! Ketamine's cool. It's interesting. K-holings. My sister's nickname nah, is Not a fan. But not just funny as fuck. I'm not a fan of K-holing, but I liked just a little bit of ketamine. Did you forget the mushrooms or what? They're in my house. I'll have to word. grab them and bring them over to the barbecue. Oh, word. Just put it down for a second. Yeah, the table's fine. It's metal. Oh, yeah. I like this new table. It's, it's much better. better. I'm, I'm going to paint it the black part. He who shall not be named this table. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than not me's table. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Um, tonight, what's the rules on smoking, just, like, not at all, or in the backyard? What do you mean, cannabis-wise? Yeah. Oh, so we can dab all up in the house. No, no fucks given. Because, yeah. <laughs> I dab in the house all the time. Um, flower outside. Cool. That's it. You can, if you're a vapor, you can vape all you want everywhere. <laughs> yeah, cool. I just didn't so, know you were, like, a flower on property here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I'm going to have the fire going at the same time, so, like, there's fire smoke smell for my neighbors, it doesn't just smell like a party, right. so. Oh. I and have a fun like to go down with you guys. <laughs> I've actually been meaning to ask you both this question for a while, um, but I think it'd be fun for a little podcast Ooh. tangent. What is the funniest experience you've ever had on psychedelics? Oh, shit. There was one time. Yep, I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> He's got some odd ones. I've 
I've got some wild ones. There was one time I was uh, tripping by myself. Josh was on vacation. And, uh, like, the start of the trip was real mellow. Like, I did, like, three tabs, so it wasn't, like, anything nuts. But uh, the start of the trip was mellow. And, like, right when I started reaching the peak, I was like, well, kind of want to masturbate. So, jerked <laughs> off. Nice. <laughs> but then naked, I got up. <coughs> Walked into the living room, and I lived downtown, and I lived on the top level, and my windows were completely open, so anybody walking by could have saw me. I couldn't tell, because I couldn't really see outside. I was super tripping hard. So then I got stuck in this loop for like 15 minutes, where I just kept jerking off, running to the living room, drinking water, running back to the bedroom, jerking off like repeatedly, and by the end of the trip, like I woke up, and I was like, did I really jerk off that much? <laughs> you had like the like, manic masturbating... Yeah, Fever. I was like, oh my god. But then I think the competing moment is one time I was tripping when Rosh was away for Christmas, and I was sitting in my living room just playing Xbox, just starting my trip, and I look over, and, or no wait, this was New Year's, and a cop car pulls up, and I was like, okay, that's weird, like I'm going to keep playing my game. Three more cop cars pull up and turn on their lights, and immediately my reaction was, well, fuck, I turned off all the lights and laid in my <laughs> living room floor. For like an hour and a half, <laughs> somebody got shot across the street. But again, it had nothing to do with me, so I <laughs> have no idea why I was doing that. That's actually fucking hilarious. Yeah, my that gives me an idea for an adventure time in that house, and I'm gonna tell that story because that shit was insane. <laughs> <laughs> you were yelling so, at Tom. <laughs> Tom, it wasn't even. <laughs> okay, so same house. <laughs> How many hits did we do? Two each? Yeah, it wasn't anything wild. We weren't tripping that hard. But, at like peak hours, he had this drunk downstairs neighbor who was like this old wino guy. Like the inside of his white cup was stained red type shit. Gotcha. He would buy that, like the cheapest gallon jug of wine that you could get and drink it in the whole day. Every day. <laughs> the Costco boxes. <laughs> yeah, like slap the bag type of guy for yeah. sure. And he'd sit on the porch and, like, read and drink wine and just be all drunk. But then he'd, like, go out sometimes and we'd come in. He'd always stumble and fall and, like, sometimes pass out in the hall and shit. But this one time... <laughs> Sounds like he got his life together. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> this one time... He probably still lives there. Um, no, he moved out before we did. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, so, like, peak hours, he stumbles in... And what was it? Was it uh, someone who was helping him? Yeah, his taxi driver was, like, helping him in, and he was trying to fight his taxi driver. Yeah. Holy shit. And they were yelling at each other, just going crazy. And so, like, we're peeking, and this is going on downstairs in this paper wall of a fucking house. So you can hear everything. You know how it is. You live downtown. Like, oh, you can hear yeah. everything in the yeah. house. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Anyways, so obviously the guy opens the door and just throws Tob on yeah, the floor and leaves. He's like, fuck it. So then Tob just lays there after the guy leaves and is yelling at this man for like 20 minutes. And during that 20 <laughs> minutes, Beasley starts heckling him. <laughs> Laying on the floor, yelling directly at the door, like under the crack, just yelling, heckling this man. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I looked at him and said, he's so drunk, he's not going to remember this, and I kept going. That's perfect. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. He didn't remember that. He was yelling at the guy. He was like, you son of a bitch. It's like, you drunk fuck. Go in your house. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I would have just been in the corner, like, wheezing and, like, drooling on myself from laughing so <laughs> Like, nothing no to say about the situation. I was smoking, just, just watching. <laughs> Beasley was laying on the floor yelling at the door, and I was standing up smoking, just watching him. <laughs> so that, so especially mushrooms. Mushrooms make me laugh so hard. And so the story I was thinking of when I asked you guys this was when I was 19, I did, uh, like, just overnight the mushrooms for my birthday. I thought it would be a good idea. And I was... The first six months of me living in Arizona for, for college. Fuck yeah. All my friends were just the people I lived with. <laughs> so we did a bunch smart. of mushrooms. Super smart. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, me and my, my friend Matt, who I'm still actually pretty close with today. Oh, thanks, man. Him and I, <laughs> we were just on our own fucking level. One of my friends was having a bad trip. Yeah. The other guys were fucking fixated on the fact that their hands were breathing. And him and I were like. Been there. 
I want to go and see what people look like right now. So we <laughs> went and fucking decided to go get some food at the, like, student store. And uh, we got, like, microwave pizzas and random chips. We weren't fucking hungry. We weren't going to eat it. We were just, you know, trying to, like, get shit so that we didn't look suspicious, which was its own hilarious maybe adventure. Dr- in maybe our get own. a drink and you'll actually drink the drink you bought. Right, like yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we got a fucking gallon of Tampico orange juice, <laughs> which is, like... Sunny D that somebody pissed in. Yeah. But we're coming back to my dorm, and I lived on the seventh floor, so we have to take the elevator all the way up. And on the second floor... Elevator. Two people get in. And... One of them... Neither of them are over five foot two. <laughs> it's a guy and a girl. The girl probably weighs 60 pounds soaking wet. No shit, she looked like Jack Skellington's anorexic daughter like it was sad she looked like she was having a good time she'd probably already drinking a gallon of vodka it was asu like it was a friday night like they were she was fucked up (laughs) her friend was this tiny little gay kid who the entire we walked he walked they walked into the elevator and he made eye contact with me and just his eyes were just like i'm sorry for what's about to happen (laughs) and immediately i start giggling (laughs) (laughs) and so we're going up this elevator and i'm on the seventh floor and they hit five so we got like 30 seconds of interaction and matt is behind me and i can hear him too just like stifling his giggles like he's already trying not to laugh and we get to about floor four so they got like 10 seconds left in this elevator, and she she turns around to her friend, and she says this exactly. Oh my fucking god, Tyler, I am so fucking wasted. And the doors open, and she just, like, falls out of the elevator. (laughs) I immediately just look at the gay kid, and I'm like, Tyler, I'm so sorry. And I drop just laughing my ass off. I almost pissed my fucking pants, dude. I would have lost my fucking mind. The door, he gets off the elevator, like picks her up, the doors are closing, we're laughing. This eye contact, drooling laughing watching him try to pick this girl up. Both of us are fucking dying. <laughs> we get up to the seventh floor, my entire group of friends that were all in my room tripping balls are now standing at the elevator. We heard you guys from downstairs, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I lived as far away from the elevator as you could get. Like, we were howling, dude. I'm pretty sure we left the bag of food in the elevator because we could. I was sweating so much I couldn't even fucking see. Awesome. <laughs> the doors closed on us twice because we were trying to get out of the fucking elevator. I was heaved, dude. It was the worst. But that is, uh, as far as, as hard laughing oh, goes, like, holy shit, I... I almost threw up. I was oh, laughing man. so hard. Have you ever been there? Like laughing yeah. so hard where you'd like gag and you're like, oh, that might actually be a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That My trips take one of two routes. I either lift, it's either that, or I end up laughing till I piss myself, essentially. <laughs> just through every pore. It's not my penis. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> or it's the craziest, most intense visual thing I've ever fucking experienced. It's one of the two routes. So, I've never full-on hallucinated anything on any psychedelics either. Holy... I've had, like, awful. visuals where things are definitely not doing what they're yeah. supposed to be doing, but I've never, like, manifested a something to look at. You have to be really deep in your you imagination. Do. And, like, you even if you imagine something state. cool, though, it, like, airs on your body. Like, mm-hmm. you get so yeah. tired. You, you, you feel the... You, you, it's, you're literally projecting conscious energy... And you can fucking feel the weight of it. And so, like, those are those trips when you're in this ball, right here, and there's music playing, and you're good, but it's just... Everything feels like it's a million miles away and on top of you at the same time. (laughs) Well, in the house that we lived in downtown... That's a very Mushrooms thing, too. That's not a very LSD thing. That's a very Mushrooms thing. Well, when we lived downtown, like, that house already had, like, kind of bad vibes. Like, there were people who had not died in the house, but, like, started to OD and made it outside before they died. And I'm like, I think that still kind of counts. (laughs) (laughs) House was creepy as is. Like, the wood floors would creak. Like, it was a really old fucking house. And, uh... 
You know the tall, super nice apartments on Kiowa in Wasatch as you yeah. go down? Yep. The little yellow house on the right, uh-huh. right as you pass them? I, that I think house. you pointed it out to me that one time. Yeah, that house. <coughs> but, um, so it was already kind of creepy, but me and Rosh were tripping, and then I went into uh, what was our office at the time to grab something, and on the way back, like, I turned the corner, and I could see, like, this face coming out of the wall, and it freaked me the fuck out, and, like, I just ran away. I was like, I'm not sticking around for this shit. Dropped everything <laughs> and left and squealed like a girl, like, super frightening. <laughs> so that's super interesting. The one house that I lived in downtown before the one I live in now was right off of, uh, uh, Bijou. And uh, Pine Street. So if you go over okay. the yeah, yeah. grid, over the interstate, yeah. literally take that right, and it's right there. And when we were moving in, the 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 reason the fucking house was open because the guy died before we like he they were renting it out because he was dead. Yeah. And Tanner and I, <laughs> I picked every room in every apartment we lived in because I was the tall one, so <laughs> most of the time the ceilings were too low or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I had my own little weird reason to pick whatever room I had to pick. In there. And uh, this one, there was no reason for me to, like, have a, a preference. And so he, he picked the room first, and so he picked the one that was closest to the front of the house, so I got the stuck with the back one. And we're getting the tour. And the landlord's like, Yep, that's where Mike died. <laughs> You want his bed frame? And I was like, oh, oh God, no. that's so creepy, but I really need a fucking bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a queen? He's like, yeah, it's a queen size. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> Do you saw that holy bed frame? shit, no, I couldn't get it out of the house. Okay. Good. I didn't want to get it out of the house. I was going to say, haunted bed frame? Dude, no shit, though. I swear to God, I felt more, you know how people talk about, like, a weight? They feel like a weight? Like, just yeah. pressing on them when they sleep. Never had that issue, and I feel like I've lived in a lot of, like... Creepy places. Sketchy, creepy, haunted-ish places. But that was the first time where I ever consistently felt just like someone just sitting on my chest in the middle of the night. That's awful. I'm like, fuck you, Mike. I heard you're a good guy, and you're really good at guitar, but get the fuck off me. <laughs> I'm sure we would have been real good friends Me as a ghost, life. though, because I already decided, like, if I was a ghost, I'd just do petty things, like move everything in your room to the left an inch until you tried to show someone, and then I'd put it back. Or just, like, crouch on someone's chest. Or first. if you were shitting on the toilet, I would just start undoing the toilet paper, and when that ran out, I would just open and close your shower curtain. Just, like, really annoying things. I would never, like, hurt anyone or scare anyone. But just so hilarious, though. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) You're just a ghost and someone's taking a shit and you just start unraveling the toilet paper. Like, I don't care who you are. All the time. You are at your most vulnerable state when you're taking a shit. Like, oh, yeah. Taking a shit or having sex. Like, you're you're not going to bounce back and just be like, I'm ready to fucking go. (laughs) I shit with my pistol for that reason. (laughs) Dude, and can you imagine just being there and then all of a sudden the fucking toilet paper roll just starts unrolling? Like, A, you're in the best spot because you can actually shit yourself. Right. (laughs) And then as a ghost, you can be like, you're welcome. (laughs) But as the person, you'd just be like, I'd have house guests over all the time. You'd just start running away, shitting down the hallway because you're trying to get out of the situation. I'd have a tiny child slave re-rolling toilet paper rolls. Keep locking your door every time you try to leave. <laughs> Let you unlock it, relock it. Just, you know, little things that would just freak you out, but nobody would ever believe. <laughs> every time the person who lives in your house that you're haunting starts typing on their computer, you just go and start hitting Q a bunch. <laughs> so they just have Shift. random cues. Just, just <laughs> yeah. keeps popping up with your... Shift block, like, do you want... The I'd be sneaking in dickhead words. Be like, bang it. Asshole. You end up sending that into your boss. It's so a coded message. Great, but there are so many... It's a coded message. It's like, go... Slurs. Fuck yourself. <laughs> you. This year's quarterly... Bang percentages. Awful. So the numbers <laughs> seem right, but I'm confused as to why you, uh, why are you, why are you hating? <laughs> like, oh, like, oh god, it was the ghost, the ghost told me did that. Every time you leave, I also steal your car keys, so when you get to your car, you have to come back. <laughs> I'm not racist, I swear to god, it was the ghost. <laughs> Sir, you used every racial slur known to man. No, no, no. In this memo... 
about post-it notes. <laughs> I'm confused. No, no, it's the ghost. It's the Civil War. <laughs> Civil War. He's <laughs> Confederate general. He's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> He's really, really disappointed with the way America's going. <laughs> He's just kind of using me as a conduit. I, I, I know it. I can't, I can't help it. It's not me, I swear. I'm publishing this dude's like, secret memoir. It's just the, the ultimate KKK manifesto. Oh, it's the ghost. Dude, 10... 15 years ago, we could have made that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's well, still... Even 10 this years house ago. is haunted. By a racist ghost. <laughs> that happens. He gets fired. He's like, how am I going to pay the rent for this crazy vacation <laughs> house? It's like just the worst buddy comedy of all time. Starring like, Adam Sandler. <laughs> where he plays sex all parts. in and whisper really rude things to you. Starring Adam Sandler as Jack, the unsuspecting homeowner. And starring Adam Sandler as Ulysses, the racist confederate general. <laughs> Rob Schneider's like, well, he's writing the book, you can do it! Yeah. And guest starring David Spade as the annoyed neighbor who always has something to say. <laughs> Fuck you, David Spade, you're still not funny. Hey, you guys <laughs> want some lemonade? He's like, hey, you want some lemonade? I want to talk, I'm, listen, I have an interracial marriage, and the flag <laughs> on the house is really making my wife uncomfortable. I told her I would come talk to you about it. Fuck you, David Spade. You're a tertiary character. You lost to Adam Sandler twice in the same movie. <laughs> You're a fucking plot device. You don't get a say. Can you imagine being David Spade in that friend group? Rob Schneider's better than you. It's like significantly. Deuce Bigelow, American Gigolos. <laughs> Fucking classic. He's just kind like, in their conversation, he's constantly like, I made that one movie with Chris Farley, remember? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, David. <laughs> like, once again, Chris Farley. Nobody gives a shit. What did I say? Did I say Chris? No, no, say? no, 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 you're good. I was oh, just okay, yeah. David Spade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've done nothing, David Spade. My career, right now, could hold the candle to his. So my question is, do you think Chris Rock wants to be Adam Sandler, or do you think Adam Sandler wants to be Chris Rock? Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler wants to be Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. I agree. Everyone I wants agree. to be Chris Rock. That's And he's black. He's already got a bigger dick by default. Like, would I want to be the same amount of funny with a smaller dick? No. Chris Rock wins. <laughs> and he's allowed to say almost anything. So almost. <laughs> the only person who's literally allowed to say anything is Dave Chappelle. Louis J. Gomez. Okay. Who? Louis J. Gomez. He made, his whole career is just based on him saying terrible things. He got pegged and put it online. Good for him. By like, not a That's such a failsafe. If you take anything up the ass like that, you can make any joke you want about anything because. I mean, he does that. He's yeah. Puerto Rican rattlesnake. He's the funniest fucking person alive. I swear. I don't think he's the best comedian, but I think he is the funniest person alive. I, I don't know if I could say funniest person alive. I could put him in the conversation, though, with, like, five to seven other people. I love how you set your yo play down to say this like you're making So fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, my strawberry yo play is too unstable for what I'm about Uncle to tell Joey's you. Uncle Joey's probably just, like, conversationally... One of the funniest humans alive. Yeah, I'll put him up there too. I think he would be a close second in my opinion. But that's my opinion. Yeah. I think m my number one Chappelle, I could throw Gomez at like two or three in that conversation. I really like. <sighs> Minus being a creepy bastard, Louis C.K. is one of the funniest people to ever walk the planet. But it's a very dark funny. It's not just face value funny like Gomez. So I'll definitely put CK under Gomez. I'll put Ari Shafir up there too. I'll put Ari up He's there. He's willing to do anything for yep. the joke. Um, and I'll put Andrew Schultz in that conversation. What is that, like five? Yeah, five. 
five people who could potentially, and like, there's a lot of comics I like, like, don't get me wrong, like, there's some pretty fucking funny people, but they're good joke writers, and you can tell a good joke writer from a funny person. I think, that's why I think Bo Burnham for me is one of the funniest people. You think so you hate much. Bo Burnham? I I hate his comedy. Talented. I like him. Okay, yeah. So that's it's, that's that's a better way to say. Because like it. him as a person isn't so over the top. He's but him playing his producer. character is. He's, awful. A, he's an amazing performer, but I also think he's fucking hilarious. I hate musical comedy. I'm not a, the biggest fan of musical comedy. If if that's okay. if your whole sets out I, like certain people get light passes. Um, Rodney Carrington is really good because his whole set's not music. Well, have you watched any of Bo Burnham's recent shit? I haven't yeah. watched his most recent one. Some of his shit is like a while ago. He, it's he's, so he's kind of gotten into more of like a performance piece than actual comedy or musical comedy at all. Okay. But yeah. the, funny, yeah, so the like, funniest shit that he does recently is when he's just out in the middle of the stage doing it on his own. Right, but like his I like sluts poem. Is fucking That's hilarious. fair. I like, like, some, there are some things that he does that are funny. But, but when you're throwing everything out there, then yeah, of course you're going to be perceived that way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's easier to hit a home run if you're swinging hard at everything as opposed to, you know, well, I'm known for only hitting home runs because I only swing when I know I'm going to hit it. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at any comedian's career close enough, they've all done the same kind of shit. Yeah, but they all stop doing that after a while. He kind of still does it. Because it's working for him. I, I just don't <laughs> like... That's fair. But yeah, it could be working. Like, I mean, Justin Bieber of comedy, though. Like, Ooh, that's my thing with... No, that's, he is not. He's the Justin Dane Cook <laughs> is the Justin No, no. Dane, Dane Cook. Cook is the Kevin Federline of comedy. <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> Dane Cook stole jokes. Yeah. But... Was also so he, 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 caught a, he caught a don't get me started. Oh man, Mexico. nobody even. We're, we don't talk <laughs> about Carlos in this fucking room. Um, we'll talk about Dane for a second though. Dane did one thing really good. He caught the internet wave at the beginning. He had a crazy following on MySpace, and the amount of clips sure. that he had online early was really good. Well, and when he got caught stealing jokes, he was like, I didn't intentionally do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry that I did. And even, like, let Louie do a whole episode on his FX show about getting a joke stolen. It's And then him and Dane sit and they have this literal conversation about it. On So, like, Dane Cook righted his wrongs. Bo Burnham hasn't necessarily had any wrongs, uh, like, like, sin sins. It's just cheap what he does, in my opinion. However, I think that as a, however, what he does, he's an excellent comedy writer. He help, he does really good writing with other people. He's an excellent like because he's produced a couple specials. He's really good at that. The specials he's produced, I like what he does with that. I don't like him on stage, but that's me personally. That's fair. The Foo Fighters are an amazing band. I hate Dave Grohl's voice. That's fair. I don't think he's. I don't think his his act is cheap though. His he, he's not cause the the jokes he actually makes. I mean, they don't have to be your style, but they're not they're not cheap. Jokes. I think musical comedy is cheap. I, I I think I think unless you are doing little dicky, unless you are a musician and you do mu- unless you are a primary yes, unless you're primarily a musician, I feel like being a comedian primarily a comedian and trying to ride that music wave the way that he does. That's what I think is cheap. I, th- I think I think I think that that path is cheap. That's my opinion, though. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I hate Jeff Dunham. Mm. It's like, yeah. you're, you're, the fact that ventriloquist is phenomenal. That's a crazy talent to have. Yeah. But fuck your shows are all the same. Because yeah, yeah his shows are all the same. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't be a good stand-up alone without the puppets. Bo Burnham, in my opinion, is not a good stand-up alone without the piano. That's where I disagree with Right, and that's... Exactly. But yeah, I think he can go up there without any instruments and actually have a pretty good hour-long set of just jokes. I would like to see it, though. Like, I, I, if he puts it out, I'm very open to changing my opinion yeah. if he produced that. He just hasn't done that. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see what he's got. But I think he's hilarious. Young, younger, comics-wise, that kid who got fired by SNL... Shane, Shane Gillis oh. is fucking hilarious. 
I think Pete Davidson's a better actor than he is Same. a comedian. I think I, I think he's he I think he's hit or miss because I think sometimes on stage he kills it and like I've seen bits <coughs> of his set where I'm like that's really fucking good, but then I see other sets where he's like really in his head and like you can tell like he's really yeah. uncomfortable. He's saying I'm a lot. The pauses aren't really where they're supposed to be. I think Louis had a point about like did you watch his most recent yeah. special? So, like, smoke your weed, dude. I smoke tons. Whatever. But I definitely think he might get too high before he goes on stage sometimes. I, I think it might be his bipolar disorder and that his borderline too. personality disorder. Because those are things That's that fair. you can't really ever shake. True. Like, once you have an episode setting in, you have it setting in. And when you're doing the line of work he does, once you have a date, you have yeah. to do that date. Yeah. Whatever it's for. So I think Pete's a decent uh, writer. But I think he has more potential to be Sandler. I think he has more potential to do, like, movies. Like, I'm really excited to see that movie he has coming out, uh, The King of Staten Island. Have you guys seen previews for that yet? It's just about, like, this uh, firefighter's son, who's Pete Davidson, and it's just about his life, like, being a loser in Staten Island. I'm like, that really, like probably hits really hard to home for him. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, mostly about him. His dad was a firefighter and died in 9-11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he tells, he has a bit about it. But, like, with, multiple bits about oh, when you watch it, problems. though, you're like, this is so good, and it's probably because they could take it over and over. So if he's having a bad day, well, we'll just try tomorrow. I do like Pete. I do have to, I, 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 I like. I, I think he gets too much I like his potential. For what he does. I, I don't think he. I don't think he deserves as much hate as he gets. No, I think a lot of the hate that he gets, though, is because of his day job. So he, he works at SNL, and, and I don't think it's even his fault that he's getting the flack, because SNL is, he's not writing everything that he has to do on that, and SNL is very fucking... That's a hard thing a, to do. It's very pl- nastily like political, it picks a side... And just sticks to a narrative, though, and it doesn't just open the opportunity for comedy. When you can watch SNL and know three lines ahead what they're uh-huh. getting at, it's it, it doesn't open. It takes the whole... And he's much better of an artist when he has a canvas to just do with. Yeah, for sure. Well, this weekend is Memorial Weekend, so I gathered some videos of people failing with guns, because what's more patriotic than a regular American with a gun? <laughs> American flag steals. No, that one was I mean, fucking your stuff. So there's only two, so we'll make this one our which is worse. Which one's worse? Cop accidentally shoots himself. Okay. I want to know why there was a round in this gun at the store. He shoots the kid, so holy shit, I hope he does. No, he shoots himself. That's the title of the video. Oh, I didn't see that. But I want to know why there's a round in this weapon in the store. He shoots himself in the hand? Holy fuck, if I watch this dude's finger get blown off, I'm going to die. Oh, he's shooting himself. <laughs> a hole right through his hand, just like Jesus. Oh. Why? Why? Okay, so he's a dumbass, yeah. kind of. In my opinion, I'm suing the shit out of that store. Dude. If you're a gun store, you should know that you should not have a rounds in a weapon that you're going to hand to customers to show. Because once I rack it back, it's, I'm actually supposed to point it at the ground. Granted, he had his hand in front of it like yeah, a fucking like retard. But you're supposed to point at the ground and pull the trigger and cycle the system all the way through. There shouldn't have been around that fucking gun. Also, though, the first thing, I don't know about you, but the first thing I ever learned about guns is treat every fucking gun and assume like it's, it's loaded. Like it's loaded and yeah. check that shit. That's, like That's the why you shoot at the ground and not at your fucking hand. Yeah, literally. Drop I the clip. Do they think he like was going to stop the bullet? He's like, I'm fucking <laughs> Superman. Watch this shit. <laughs> all right, the next one, I want you to shoot at my face and catch in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> in a shot glass. Like yeah. Fucking Christ. All right, Red-headed little ginger kid. Oh, I hope he breaks his nose. I didn't even hit him in the face. What a little pussy. Oh, why would you hand that small child a shotgun? 
that and not instruct him on how to hold it and what's going to happen. So like, for one, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I would not want him to take the full kick. So I wouldn't have him have it shouldered. I would have it here. But don't let go. It's going to throw you. Like there would be an entire coaching session prior to that round going off. Because I had a fucking entire yeah, coaching yeah, session no. prior to that round going off. Hats off yeah. to Texas, but fuck. So which one's worse? This kid who doesn't know how to cop. shoot this gun or the cop shooting himself the in the hand? The cop shooting himself in the hand because he's... This guy's going to gonna realize I didn't coach him enough before and he's going to yeah. correct it. That, and that cop kid, yeah, that kid's looks got like Christ. That, that cop is also supposed to be someone who uses a gun to protect people and he's shooting himself in the fucking hand. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> more like a Wiggum Donuts and coffee and yeah. pour over black people. He probably, he's probably, he's one of those people who I feel like I would, like, be nervous to drive around, like, on the road. I hate cops. Oh, God damn it. I closed out of the wrong thing. As a citizen, not even a Dick makers? Nice. He's been buying bills. Uh, If you like pina coladas... Also, everyone who listens to this podcast, go follow DJ on TikTok. What's your TikTok, DJ? Just DJ Smith. D.J.Smith. Oh, follow him. He yeah. has over a million views. Yes. Funny indeed. stuff. One video. I'm going to let you all down when I post the next one. But. If, it's mad ang- if you're mad <laughs> angsty, you're going to love his content. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if you listen to My Chemical Romance at any point in your life, you might get where I'm coming from. I'm really channeling my, you know, scene scene girl angst. Well, this you might feel your angst. Off soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for the hot topics to open back up so I can fucking get your merch out. Get my merch out. <laughs> Dude, buy myself honestly, some more fishnet fucking gloves. Then Dude, make... your T-shirt right next to the JoJo C with tees. Oh man! Oh, oh I fucking fuck seen yeah! This. I literally yeah. just watched this the other day. <laughs> oh, I can't believe someone animated this because I, I read. Yeah. I read the the th- I'm OG to the reading the thread. Okay. No, this is way worse. Yeah, I love the facial expressions that Shrek makes. Somebody put way too much time into this. This might be like the third worst thing on the internet. I love this. It's like the best thing on the internet. My dad hears me, calls me a faggot. I think mean, he was just jealous. My devotion to Shrek. I call him a cunt. He slaps me, he sends me to go to sleep. You're a cunt! My face hurts. My face hurts. I'm laying in bed. Sick Michael Jordan poster. He totally beats it to it. It's like, I feel something. So if you're going to take it in the ass from one of your childhood cartoon favorites, Barney which one would it be? Barney Rubble. <laughs> really? That was so fast. Why? Tell me more. <laughs> Just because I knew you, I was going to get that response. Why not Fred? Yeah. Fred's bigger. Exactly. So you're, you're, a, you're a power bottom? Yeah. 
He's into tiny guys. I like that. That's cool. I can see you. I'm sure oh. honest. Huh. What about you? I don't know. I've never thought about Crimson that. Crimson chin would be mine. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Trying to take the shit in the ass? All of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like... Then he's going to be the crimson eye after he's done Why do we all pick dudes? <laughs> you have to take it in the ass. Oh, okay. Go... <laughs> uh, I want Sailor Moon to strap one on and fucking rail me. That's like an actual dream I have. Like, I can't, I'm Professor like, that's X funny. That's like actual from dream. Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. Ooh, he yeah. seems kind. Yeah, okay. he would definitely like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would, Comforting, he you would know? spit on your butthole, but he would make it like loving. Dexter. Yeah. So that way you whisper omelette du fromage. All right, now you're my ear. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. That's great, actually. Dude, so when I worked at Rhinos... He's a child. All the I would take all of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. All three. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Double D! Package deal. Oh, he's got a double stack. Or just Ralph and Plank. <laughs> that would get nasty. Dude, Ralph just spanky. Why do you have Plank? so many splinters in your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Oh, man. But no, when I worked at Rhino's, all the fucking waitresses would order just like, can I just get a cheese omelet? So me and Seymour would fucking walk up to him and hand it to him and be like, omelette du fromage. <laughs> what the fuck up? Most of them were too young to get it. It was really disappointing. It would be. No. That's, he's still a child, though. That's pretty bad. What's, what's worse than that, Mike? There, there's nothing worse than that. That's why I didn't find a different video. I couldn't find another one to compete. Um, you would have had to play bad. the feature length of Serbian film to win. <laughs> that could <laughs> to, beat, to beat that. that. A two-second Panolympics clip could beat that. <gasps> but I definitely can't put that on YouTube. So, Panolympics hurt. Did I show you guys that video of the dude punch himself in the nutsack over and over again? Yeah. So I tried that this week. What the fuck? How did it feel? He came a lot. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly fantastic. You try walking immediately after, and it's a pain in the ass because you're, you know... Swollen testicles? Well, yeah, your thighs rub on them. It's mostly the chafing that kills you, but... As far as the cum... I mean, once you get past how bloody it is, holy shit, it's a good time. And the, the velocity, tenfold. Think about every time you hit yourself in the face. Hard pass. Bro, I could knock your glasses off from here. <laughs> I could do that on a couple tabs of acid. <laughs> Three solid right hooks to the left nut, man. Your glasses are coming off. I jerk off with safety glasses on at this point. They're still say. coming off, bro. <laughs> and then dripping in your eye. Yeah. No, when you try to clean them, so you oh, think you're safe. I can't imagine how bad your fucking pH balance is because of how much you drink. It's going to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I've given a um, few glass eyes in my day. Oh, tonight it's offended. <laughs> you can bring your own alcohol. We do have alcohol. I'm going to try not to get too shit-faced. Because I'm already still kind of drunk, so... If you want, if you end up I'm passing start out there, there, it's cool. That goes for anyone. I will just need a ride home at some point. I don't even know where you live. you got to send me the address. I've never been to your house. Talking about tomorrow, a ride home. No, I'm be tonight. But we can figure that out as it goes along. Yeah, because I'm going to be drinking. I'm not driving a vehicle. We'll figure it out. What time is food going to happen? Because I'm already hungry, and I can already tell. You can come over. and going to be fired. Uh, like, honestly. I need to go take a nap. <laughs> You're going to go take a nap? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, you haven't I, sleep yet, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I Word. got home at 6 a.m. Unless waited for you guys. You to wanna call. take me over there and take me to do my errand. Okay. What is your errand? I have to go to my grandma's house, pick up some food and bring it here. Um, I've gotta go get shit ready. Do you think getting a blowjob with the dentures out <laughs> is as good as it seems? Not in that one. No, not not for <laughs> 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 I 
I can promise you I've heard enough weird stories. Not from that one. Smell like garlic, I'm sure. Okay. And she'll ask you to get the bees out. And you're like, the the bees out? The bees out? (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to know what she's talking about. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, what? And she's like, get the bees out. Okay. That scares me to even think about. Yep, it should. (laughs) But I feel like a gummy blowjob would be... Not worth it. You don't think so? No. She's not even 100% Korean, you ever dude. You're not getting any fucking cool food afterwards. Have you ever fed a stingray? She's 100? Yeah. She's a little Asian lady and my mom's only half. Dude, you might get some cool food afterwards. I feel like. Oh, old perspective old just changed lady? on this. Yeah. But yeah, if I can get a ride there, I can have a rush I can probably just gum scoop you after I get some shit ready. What time were you thinking? Well, I just have to be at my grandma's at four. Where does grandma live? That's a good question. Twelve thirty-eight. <laughs> well. Eight oh nine one eight. So I guess probably not too far from here. I'll send you my address. I'm gonna just bring beer. I bring a bottle and you get too fucked up. Yeah, and I have, like, it's mostly going to be a beer situation. Cool. Um, and I'm gonna bring those There will be, f- you can so eat whenever. Too drunk yeah. That'll suck. <laughs> you can eat whenever. They are some intimidating looking mushrooms, though, man. They are fucking. Do you think a gram's gonna yeah. feel like two? That's why I feel like splitting an eight between the three of us will be fine. Oh, thoroughly great idea. When you, you were like mushrooms, and I was like, I don't have that kind of time to have a No. And then you were like splitting eights, and I was like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to like ruin our fucking weekend. I mean, like my traditional like, oh, we're eating mushrooms, like it's an eighth, like that's what I'm At least, in yeah. my mouth. Yeah. I don't I've done the out. Terrence McKenna like five, like a five to seven. I bought a half ounce of mushrooms to split between me and my dad on a vacation that only lasted like two weeks. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, The hero's journeys. Yeah, something else. I've done a lot of acid too. It's different. So like mushrooms is like the uh, everything's on top of you, but it's also a thousand miles away. Uh LSD in a non-painful way feels like getting molecularly ripped apart. On like a lot of it. The most acid I ever did was I did five hits when I was at a fucking show, Ooh, and I got a lost lot, immediately. Like I walked in, see, turned around. My most, were when I did ten, I reached a point where I was just like, "Yeah, I know I'm tripping sack, but I'm definitely just sober, and I just want to sit down." <laughs> I got on the fucking carnival rides. That was my, that was where I found my fucking giggles, because I was like alone and nobody was. It felt like everybody who looked at me was like, whoa, dude, what the fuck are you on? Even though I know they're not because they're all just as fucked up as I was. But once I got on those carnival rides, I was just a fucking... We smoked a blunt in the middle of a park trip in sack once, and this family ran through us, and we were like, what, isn't it clear that we're obviously on drugs? We're at a park smoking a blunt. (laughs) Like, in public, just here. Please, go away. Day tripping, in my opinion, is a lot cooler than night tripping, for me personally. I like night tripping... Mostly because I like to watch videos with like really bright lights and shit, so um, it helps. I really like DMT, honestly. That's my preferred psychedelic. You're in, you're out, nobody gets hurt. We could actually do a DMT episode and never release it. No, we could release it. Couldn't we? Yeah. DMT It's like the 15 minutes of being in a whole different yeah, existence, it's right? it's awesome. Interesting. That's I've the cleanest come down of all time. Like, it eases you into it, and then you're just sober, and you're like, did that even happen? Huh. And then you stand up, you stretch out, and you're like, huh, okay. let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've had three separate types of experiences with DMT. I've had that. I've had, I've done just a little bit. and started to get wavy. And let it start to fade out, and then done another, just one hit, 
and I've done that for like this like three hits like 45 total but this is like and you just smoke it yeah the best way to do it is to, to dab it um we put it on top of a weed bowl and drove around and smoked it that we was did. that's one way um I've dabbed it we also much. only drove around the neighborhood block so we weren't in yeah. any danger the best thing to do snow. is to get one of these like covered in wax and then it's depending on the type so like I've ran into the most of what I've ran into has been either it looked like pillow fluff Okay. that crystalline or it looked like um, the really crumbly like light yellow butter hash stuff that like turns into sand mm-hmm. or it looks like that and you roll it up on this and get your nail hot and you want to cap it and get the whole thing in and if you can do another one right after that you want to be able to do another one I do want to try the, when you're doing the same because when you're hitting it off the bowl it's three big rips that you hold in until you can't to get the full last huh like, I don't want to go to, like, Mexico and do peyote, but I want to do peyote. You know the come up on acid when you, like, feel the energy running up your spine, and then, like, during the peak, it's like, etc. Yeah. You know exactly what I mean, though, if you've done enough. Um, I've also done DMT where I was trying to look through her and escape, and consciousness, I felt the energy run all the way up my spine and slam into the top of my head, and I didn't last off. It was weird. Interesting. I want to try it for sure. Well, well, it was a great episode. Let's uh, close it out, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that's on my. He is always our hosting and hosting of Anchor FM, and uh, you know on social media at Two Guys One Mike on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we already shouted, shouted out DJ's uh, TikTok. DJ's at DJSmith14 on stuff. Uh, at Beeslaps35 on my Twitter. And you can also find us, twoguysonemike.com. There's a blog post. We've got links to um, a lot of the different things that we posted, the YouTube skits, etc., etc. So go ahead and hop on. Enjoy your three-day weekend and uh, listen to a little bit of our dope new content. Thanks, guys. Have a good week.